It's been a long time away. Now we're back here to stay. Back where we belong. Country racing strong. From Victoria's racing heartland, this is the only program dedicated to Victorian country racing. It's got it all. Welcome to the Country Racing Show. It's got it all. Yeah, one of the great jingles. It's time for the Country Racing Show on this Thursday afternoon. Maggie Payne joins me in the studio. Hello, Maggie. G'day, Maddie. Yeah, the song's really taken off, and I think there's a little bit more to look forward to. Is I've, there? Um, heard maybe a bit of an extended edition of something that might be released a bit later. So, so. you're going to drop an exclusive here on Central, <laughs> are you? Yeah, exclusive that the country racing song uh, might go to the top of the Spotify charts. Well, I know one man who'll be very disappointed about that, and that's Andrew Cues, because he was looking to get in early on that story uh, on a Sunday morning. So <laughs> we might beat him to it on RSN Central, actually. <laughs> Sorry, Cusey. Uh It's a busy week in country racing, Maggie. There's no doubt about that. Four country cups over the Easter weekend. I assume you would have been very busy this week. Yeah, it's busy. And like we say that every week, but this is one of our biggest weekends, and it's so good to be back racing strong. And, you know, last year we were, we were at a stage where we didn't know what was going to happen. A lot of these meetings were cancelled for this Easter weekend there are a lot of once a year clubs who really rely on that support of the community and the locals getting trackside and you know just getting back together so I think people are excited to get back to the races and like you said we've got those four country cups and and they're special meetings so lots to look forward to this weekend in country racing Victoria. Are the race clubs really thriving off the back of the last couple of weeks and months where they have been able to get attendances back to somewhere you know close to normal especially off the back of what we went through last year have you really noticed that those clubs have been thriving over the last couple of months? I think especially now that uh, restrictions have relaxed, you know, yeah. there was lots of hesitations. A lot of these clubs like a Kerrang who race on Saturday, they're fully volunteer run. Mm. Um, so, you know, when the, the, all the hurdles they had to jump through for their Boxing Day meeting and things like that, they just shut the gates to crowds and it was too hard and lots of hesitation. But I think now that it's loosened up a bit and they're really back into full swing and, you know, it's just so good to turn on the TV or go out to a racetrack and just see people having a good time and, you know, trackside. So they're really embracing and lots of these clubs have, you know, they've stuck pretty, it's pretty hard from the last 12 months mm-hmm. in terms of financials and, you know, and not only that, just morale support, as you know, out in um, country areas, they do it pretty tough anyway, but um, now they're back thriving and, and looking forward to a big weekend. Are many of those clubs facing, you know, an up, uh, a difficult road ahead over the next couple of months? Like, are there some, some clubs that are really still struggling financially off the back of, of what happened? Well, it's funny, we probably all didn't know what was going to happen in terms of the impact or long-term impact, but some of them have really actually done well. We get great support from Racing Victoria and, you know, turnover, we've seen that during the pandemic just increase. So I think, you know, they're going pretty good and now we've got people back on course. Trots action at Maryborough today. The first race is about to go. Lockie McIntosh is calling the action. He's tipping the 10 here in race number one. Here's Lock. The two-year-old trotters kicking off the program here at uh, Maryborough this afternoon. Yeah, it's a beautiful autumn day. And uh, we've got a big 11-race card set down for decision. The baby trotters kicking off the program. So they're getting set now. The KC Racing two-year-old trot, where the favourite is uh, Plymouth Chubb. Of uh, two from the Peter Manning stable. The other being the first starter, Mangana Joe. And they're moving for the young trotters. $4, everybody loves Kenny. Five fifty for Sting of a Wasp. And 650 about Ebony's Avenger. One of uh, big hand in the race of Brad Angove with his uh, Vinted Avengers. And he's got uh, a couple for outside uh, clients as well here in a Tout and Sovoke. So the gate swings around the corner. 
All set. No, not. Red light. The pole marker, our warrior, was galloping the first start. As they swung around the bend, so our warrior galloping. The back row horses in convenience. They'll stand by for the official cause for the false start, but a uh, couple from the inside galloping there and causing interference to the back row. So we'll have a take two of the KC Racing two-year-old trot in another minute or two. So a false start there in the first at Maryborough. We will follow that with interest over the next couple of minutes as to a resumption there on the program at Maryborough. But back to the country racing show. And it is great to have stall trainer on the line, uh, Andrew Bobbin, for spinning a yarn this week. The people at the grassroots of racing. We're spinning a yarn on the country racing show. He's a trainer that's made a real impact since he gained his trainer's licence only a couple of months ago, and he's been good enough to join us on the line now. Hello, Andrew. G'day, Gareth. Uh, you've got Matt today. You've got Matt and Maggie. Oh, I've got Matt. Uh, Sorry, afternoon. mate. How are you? And, and Maggie, is it? Yeah. No, nah, we're, we're both well. We might have to duck off to Maryborough for the first sure. there in a moment, but how's your business going at the moment ever since you, 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 re, you got your trainer's licence only a couple of months ago? Yeah, going really well, thanks. We, uh, we started uh, late last year, and... Uh, the reason that I, I moved up to the Wimmera was simply because of the, the property that I could train off. Uh, we've got 100 acres about 10 minutes from Stall Racecourse with uh, uh, grass out the front and heavy sand out the back. And, of course, as most of your listeners will know, there's been a, a big push over recent years to be working horses in heavy sand. And um, once I saw the place, I thought this, this would be a great, great spot for the next step. And, Andrew, you've definitely settled in, and Matt mentioned you burst onto the scene. The fetch of the phone's been ringing a bit more, but have you found, you know, your horses have settled in and you've got a your good staff behind you to be able to get to a lot of these meetings now? Yeah, it's going really well. When we first started, it was important to get the brand out there as quickly as we could. So bought some tried horses just to uh, experiment with on, if you like, at the new facility. And uh, majority of them were older horses that had probably seen their better day, so... Uh, my objective was to try and reinvigorate them a little bit. So those horses were, were, were trained mostly off the farm. And luckily enough, we got some good results and, and that's got the brand out there fairly early. And uh, there's, there's no better way to build a business than uh, winning races. So uh, we got a few across the line early and, and then the, the phone started to ring a little bit from there. And um, you touched on staff there as well. Um, that's that's the, uh, the biggest ingredient to any successful business. And I'm fortunate that I've got um, some, some great staff and... Uh, uh, interestingly, majority girls. We've had there's, there's probably ten staff. I think there's eight girls and, and two blokes, uh, but they're all they're all great workers and uh, they're all they're all country kids that that work hard and um, and they're, they're doing a good job for me. We spoke to you in the days after you won those three races at Nil to kick off your training career, Andrew, and we and we discussed uh, your your story and how you've travelled the world doing. Uh, a vast array of jobs from working at CNN to uh, working in some of the biggest stables um, in Australia. Um, what have you learnt since you've taken on your own training venture uh, out there in the Grampians? Uh, very much work that is just bloody hard work. Long hours <laughs> and you simply have to enjoy it, um, which, which luckily I do. The, the days are going very quickly. But I think um, the, the main thing and, and, and one thing that I, I took from um, a, few, a few of my other ventures, you just got to do things properly. Um, there's no point getting too big too quickly uh, if you haven't got the staff. And you know, try try as much as I can to keep owners updated, and um, try also very much to put the horses in the right race. Uh, the thing that I've also learned is that, that people just love a winner. They don't care if it's at, at Nil or, or Flemington. If, if if they see a one next to the horse's name when they're looking at at your statistics, uh, they, that's, that that helps a whole lot more to uh, to make people want to send a horse your way. But 
also the good times that the people have with a winner. There's no better, no better thrill than that. ZM, Yen Sir will not surrender. The jumping's over. Yen Sir, ZM, neither will shirk the task. They're drifting to the outside. Yen Sir trying to end the run of ZM. ZM won't surrender. They drive to the line together. Yen Sir and ZM, there's a narrow margin in it, I'm not sure. I was enthralling watching there at Oakbank yesterday as the two Warriors fought it out over the 3,200 metres. Maggie, it was, you couldn't take your eyes off it. Oh, it's just how did they travel that far and then end up only a nose between them's unreal. And we'll see ZM uh, back in action this weekend to defend his crown uh, in the Great Eastern Steeplechase. And we haven't, it's been a bit of an odd kind of show, so we haven't actually asked our country racing question for the $50 no. voucher, but that is what it's going to be surrounding. So uh, for those who are wanting to win a country a $50 country racing voucher, text into the RSN uh, text line, which is Maddie? 0416905052. And the question is, how many Great Eastern steeplechases has ZM won? There you go. There's your question. <laughs> how many Great Eastern steeplechases has ZM won? Uh, that's the question this week. For the $50 country racing voucher, 0416905052, to get involved. Uh, we'll have a look at the road ahead, Maggie, before we get to Warrigal in about a minute's time. So just quickly, what have we got coming up? Yeah, as you mentioned, the four country cups this weekend, Maddie. We've got uh, on Saturday, we've got racing at Warwick Nabil where it's Cup Day and also Kerrang Cup Day. Uh, we've got picnic racing at Balnaring, and Sunday we finish with the two uh, country cups with the Stall Cup, which forms part of that big weekend in Stall with the Stall Gift Weekend and Swifts Creek Cup in the high country. So lots to look forward to. And there's still tickets available if anyone wants to get out to uh, country racing Victoria yeah. and explore. And Kerrang Local, Jacko France, about to join us as well with. This is RSN Central with Matt Nevitt this afternoon, the country racing show with Maggie Payne and Jacko France doing a wonderful job producing this week, has joined us in the studio ahead of his hometown cup this weekend. Hello, Jacko. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Maggie. It's good to be here. Are you going to Kerrang on Saturday? No, unfortunately, I'm tied up, so I can't make the trip down this year, unfortunately. Can you enlighten us as to what it's like at the Kerrang Cup? Oh, it's an amazing day out, like... Everyone in the town gets around it and heads down, um, gets the family and goes along. But um, this year it's the 140th running of the Cup, which is quite exciting. And it's going to be the first with crowds since Boxing Day 2019. How many are they expecting there at Kerrang? Um, so they've got a cap of 1,000 at the moment. So yep. they're hoping to get a few more. But yeah, it's exciting for the town. Tickets, Maggie? Yeah, tickets jump on the country racing website at country.racing.com forward slash Kerrang. And I was speaking to local boy uh, Logan McNeil earlier this afternoon. So he's got a nice book of rides, including a ride in the cup. So it'd be good if he can uh, kick home a few winners on Saturday. Sure would be. It's going to be a busy weekend in country racing. Maggie, I apologise for a bit of an interrupted country racing show 